0: Hello, hello. Welcome back. I am going to just write like, straight out the gate. Apologize in advance for any of the background noise that you're hearing. Um, truth be told, Nashville is not prepared for any kind of inclement weather. So anytime that it gets snowed, like, even... I don't know. I think we got, like, five inches, which is way more than we normally get. But it it is, like, four feet in any northern state I mean our whole city like basically shut down the roads are not plowed there's no salt like we're just not prepared for this so all that to say my kids have been home for the past four straight days and I have loved this extra time with them but my sanity is a little a little thin right now we're we're a little bit on edge and they are downstairs right now Um, you know, being kids and being a little bit loud. So if you hear anything, that's what that is. But hi, I had a, I had the full intention to do a totally different episode today. Like I got really excited about it, but I actually was requested to do this specific thing by a couple of different people and I'm just gonna like lift the veil and say I don't even know that I'm the best person for this, but I can say I have a lot of experience with this. Um, And that is healing after heartbreak. And I know that is like such a loaded question and a loaded topic, but every time I've gone through a really challenging heartbreak, and this is going to speak more to like, romantic relationships but i think this really applies for any kind of grieving you do for a lost relationship um whether it be romantic whether it be a friend family member i do think that there are more specific action steps you can take to allow yourself to process everything you need to process but do it in a way that's productive and i i am definitely uncomfortable talking about this, but, um, truth be told, like I do have a lot of tools and resources that I've utilized that have helped me get to the other side of it. And I've also had times that, uh, like before I really learned how to navigate, breakups and how to navigate the loss of connection in a a healthy and productive manner I feel like the times where I was resisting things it went on like the the grieving and the loss and the heartbreak and the desire and the wanting them back and I'd do anything to be with them again like all that stuff just went on for way longer than it should have and a big part of that is that I think we tend to romanticize People and we tend to trick ourselves into focusing on like the best things about being with them when the reality is that if they were actually really good for you in in some capacity it wouldn't have it wouldn't have ended like if the relationship dynamic was really really healthy and it was the right person, right time, right situation, right circumstance, where they're actually adding value and and adding so much to your life, then they would still be in that position. So first thing to kind of continuously remind yourself if you have recently gone through heartbreak or if you're going through heartbreak or if you know there's somebody from the past is that it ended for a reason and that is the important thing to remember it's not the best for you and for your peace and for your well-being to reflect on the good things because here's the truth if there weren't good things you would never have had a dynamic with that person like You didn't just pick up some Joe Schmo off the street that you absolutely hated and then have a a six-month, year-long, two-year-long relationship with this person. There were things that attracted you to them. And you can hold space for both. You can hold space for both the knowledge and the understanding that there are a lot of really incredible things that drew me to this person. There's a lot of things that I still love about them. There's a lot of things that I admire about them as a human being. There's certain qualities that I liked and that I liked experiencing. But overall, there is a reason why it ended. And that is a a major component that you're going to have to keep talking yourself through as you go through this process because we tend to romanticize the past. We tend to look back at a situation when we're out of it and kind of second-guess ourselves because the new is uncomfortable, right? Being single after you've been in a relationship is uncomfortable. Sleeping alone after you've spent the past however many months or years spending nights with somebody is uncomfortable not having that person that you just immediately call when like something happens in your life or when you've had a good day or when you've had a bad day that is uncomfortable all of this is new and it's not necessarily foreign because you've been there before but it is important to remember that your your mind your body is constantly trying to seek comfort Right, so when you're in this state of being uncomfortable with your with your newfound um, singleness or with your newfound distance from this person, your mind is gonna try to kind of trick you, and your emotions are gonna trick you into thinking that the situation wasn't as bad as you made it out to be or you kind of like romanticize things or you think back to how it was in the beginning but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's reality the reality is the reason why it's not there anymore the reality is the reason why it ended that is something that is going to really carry you through this process anytime you start to think and you start to romanticize and you start to try and talk yourself into how not bad it was you need to remember it ended for a reason that's number one number two you have to recognize and accept that it's going to be painful it's gonna hurt and especially in the beginning when you're not used to it when you're not used to being single when you're not used to not talking to that person you have to recognize that it's going to hurt and that's okay we're not promised a life free from pain or discomfort but that's where the growth is happening that's where the the lessons can be learned and I don't think it always needs to be one or the other. I think you can have both the lesson and the love, you know? It doesn't have to just be like, oh, this person was a, a lesson for me. I do think that it helps to get understanding about yourself from relationships that you're in and from dynamics that you're in and and we'll talk about that in a minute. but. A big component of delaying your healing tends to be when you avoid the uncomfortable feelings. And I can say that because that was a lot of what I did for years. I never wanted to feel anything painful because I was so scared it would overtake me. I shared that I, you know, I've suffered with depression and anxiety, and at times it was suicidal and it was really bad. So my fear was always if I feel this, it's going to overtake me. It's going to be too much. It's going to be too painful. It's going to hurt too much. And that only comes truly when you continuously bury it down because then it just festers and grows. But the more that you lean into those moments of grief and sadness and allow it to just be that, it doesn't have to mean that they were your person and you lost them. It doesn't have to mean that that's the person you should be with. It just means that that's what it is. It's grief. It's sadness. It's loss. And I know that's not easy. I've been in some relationships where when they ended, I felt this like weight lifted off. me, and I felt such a relief, but that doesn't mean I didn't grieve them. That doesn't mean they're not sad. And the ones that we have the most stake in tend to be the ones that are the hardest for us to to move from but that emotion can be so powerful if you let it and i had a friend say something to me one time when i was sharing with her that it really really hurt and i was really sad and it was just the heaviness was was really intense because I had just ended it and it was really hard and I was feeling all of those feelings all the sadness the anger the denial the grief everything and she said I think this emotion is is a sign that you can give yourself that shows you were brave enough to love again and that's a really good thing is that like even the hardest moments that you've gone to with the greatest loss and the most challenge you've come out on the other side and I have been through breakups and ending of relationships where I remember feeling like am I ever gonna love somebody again am I ever gonna feel this way about somebody again and then a year later I'm in a totally different relationship and I'm like I can't even believe I was that bent out of shape about that person. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's not funny, but it is kind of comical how much power our emotions have over us. And that's not a bad thing. That's a human thing. It's just you have to put it into perspective. You have to sit there and feel your feelings and hold space for them and allow them to exist, but just acknowledge them for what they are acknowledge them for just being emotions they're just feelings they're just there to show you how much of a change is happening and how how much of a connection you had to that person but that doesn't mean that that's your signal to go back so two things so far number one you broke up for a reason or it ended for a reason and you need to remember that reason and number two you need to feel your feelings so you can move through them so you can get to the other side once you start feeling a little bit of that i'll say relief maybe because grief comes in waves but it tends to be more intense in the earlier stages after loss, and then it tends to kind of dissipate and you notice more little moments of happiness and you notice more little moments of feeling that joy and feeling like your old self again. But another thing that's been really helpful for me just on a a personal level is, as y'all know, I have a lot of Like childhood trauma, abandonment trauma, physical trauma, just trauma, 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 all over the board. And I had to start getting really real with myself a couple of years ago, wherein I found myself continuously attracted to partners who were not good for me, who didn't love me in the way that I loved myself, but they did love me in the way that I felt that I deserved. And that's a whole other topic, but every time. I've gone through a breakup. I've had to have this moment with myself where I was like, okay, seriously, let's, let's get real, right? It's just you with me right now. It's just me. <laughs> it's just me, my feelings, my inner work, my shadow, all this stuff. So let's really talk about this for a minute. What about that person made you want to be with them when you knew that they weren't safe, overall when you knew that they weren't right for you overall or maybe you did genuinely believe that they were 100 percent right for you and you still ended up not getting what you deserved or not what you needed or not what you expected from that relationship so what within me finds that attractive and that doesn't mean that you are broken or that it's your fault that is 100% not what I'm saying but I am saying that sometimes there are parts of ourselves that we've been avoiding that find connection in familiarity and that can be really dangerous if we haven't healed those parts of ourselves that are familiar with poor or toxic relationship dynamics. And again, most of this comes from childhood. So I, this is actually like, I always think of like the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. And I related to like, i had so many different parental figures to heal from because basically every parent that i had and i had four of them all had some kind of lasting damage on me in some way and i've like i feel like i've met all of my parents through people i've dated <laughs> and i'm not even kidding it's a very weird realization to have where you're like oh right you're my you're my stepdad got it okay That's why I was attracted to this. And it's not that you find them attractive because of that, but the familiarity of somebody that shows you that same love, love is in air quotes because it's not real love, but that same form of relationship dynamic that you experienced is what you feel connected to. So when you constantly find yourselves in relationships that you don't feel happy in, that you don't feel you're getting treated well in, and yet you, you seem to keep picking the same person over and over and over again, that might be something to explore. That might be a question that you can have with yourself to get really honest and say, why am I attracted to this when I know it's not what I deserve and I know it's not what's good for me? And that is a hard conversation to have but it's a necessary one and i will be the first to tell you i have picked some pretty um interesting people that were not that were not matches for me that were not people that i should be with they weren't good for me i'm sure i wasn't good for them and once you can take that neutrality to it and say like honestly this was This was my, my wounded parts, my shadow parts that just need to be integrated and need to be healed so that I can make empowered choices and not wounded choices. Then you start to become truly attracted to different things because I was attracted to very, very, avoidant types for like most of my life if you made me chase you and if you didn't want anything to do with me I immediately was like "Mm, yes I love this it reminds me of everything I had to do where I had to earn love growing up and then as I started to heal those parts it became so unattractive to me it actually changed my preference wherein I went from feeling so comfortable but also uncomfortable with people who made me earn like the slightest, tiniest morsels of love and affection. It it was truly very sad. That became unattractive to me. And what became attractive to me was people who poured into me, was people who pursued me, was people who gave a lot of their time, energy, um, who like loved me openly, like just completely openly, radically, and didn't play any games. That truly became attractive to me. Wherein if any guy was starting the whole like playing games thing or doing the avoidant thing or whatever, I was just so turned off to it, and I was like, mm, <laughs> no, no, this is not, this is not a dynamic that works for us. On to the next, and. I think that's actually a really powerful thing that you can do for yourself is to start integrating some of those wounds and some of those behaviors and ask yourself like why? And that doesn't mean that it's your fault, but it does mean that it's it's your responsibility to change these things if you want somebody that's truly a partner that you choose from a space of empowerment. And finally, honestly, the most fun part, this is my favorite, favorite component of, <laughs> of how to move on after breakups and ending of relationships is truly to start finding yourself again, start falling in love with all of the things that made you yourself again. Why do you think that women glow up so hard after relationships? I know some, like I've seen some guys like, do it too but honestly let's just be really honest here for a minute I have seen almost every woman that has gotten out of a dynamic she has like an instant glow up and I rarely see that with men and I feel like (laughs) there it is there's the kids um I've noticed I've actually paid attention to this pattern, not just in myself, but in people that I've been surrounded with for years. And it's truly because like, if you're anything like me, when you're in a relationship, you are putting in every ounce of effort that you possibly can before you let it go, right? And when your energy is constantly going towards trying to fix something that's broken. That's not meant to be fixed. You're not putting any of that towards yourself. You tend to lose yourself a little bit. And that doesn't mean you lose yourself entirely in the relationship and and you have to like completely build yourself up from scratch. But there is a healing element to kind of remembering who you are by yourself again. Remembering who you are when your energy is going towards you and your life and what you want to create and what makes you happy and what makes you feel good and I gotta be honest every single relationship that I've been in that I've ended it has always been one of the best pivotal moments for me and of course I don't want that to be the catalyst but I think there's a lot of realizations that you can have in those moments about where you're truly at and maybe some areas that you've let yourself slip. And I'm 100% speaking to myself here. We tend to prioritize our partners and the people around us before we prioritize ourselves. And that can be one of your greatest opportunities when you're not wasting your time and energy in the wrong spaces to pour it back into yourself, to do what you've been wanting to do because you don't have another person that is either holding you down or draining your energy or just not the right use of your time and your resources. And you can put it back into yourself. You can remember what it's like to... To dance in front of your bathroom mirror and not worry about what anyone thinks about you, or go out with your friends and not have to tell anybody, like, what time you'll be home or what you're doing or where you're going. You can be that most abundant, beautiful, full, independent version of yourself again. And ideally, the right kind of person is attracted to that and wants to have you stay in that space. And I think that's why for the past, I don't know, it's probably been like five years at this point, I've gone on dates just by myself, totally alone. I'll go have dinner by myself. I'll go sit at a bar and have a drink or have a mocktail. And like, sometimes I'll read a book. Sometimes I'll just like scroll on social media. Sometimes I'll talk with a friend, a lot of times I'll just like meet whoever's there and start striking up a conversation with the person next to me. But that that element of treating yourself how you want someone else to treat you in the dynamic, that's a big part of why I've been able to attract better partnerships and why I'm so picky at this point and you should be. You should be picky. You should be selective because if you're going to devote your time and energy to somebody, it needs to have a good return on investment. It needs to be something where you feel poured into and loved and lifted up in ways that matter to you. So, to recap, one is don't romanticize. You need to remember why it ended because it ended for a reason. Number two, let yourself feel those feelings for all that they are and move through them. Number three, work through the the why. Why you were attracted to them. What was it that caused you to want to spend time with somebody who ultimately wasn't the best for you? And go really inward. And four pour back into yourself, love yourself, have fun with yourself again, have adventures with yourself again, have good experiences where it's you and you. And remember why you are so attractive and magnetic in the first place. Remember why you're so beautiful and radiant and confident. Remember all of those elements of yourself that maybe were a little bit overshadowed by the sadness and the grief and the frustration and the fights and and take whatever time that you feel you need or whatever time is is necessary for you. Take that space. Take that time. You're not getting too old. Nobody's passing you by. I am a massive believer and I've seen it work out too many weird random ways in my life personally that the right things show up at the right times and you are a magnet for what you what you want to attract so you get to decide what that is and and you get to call the shots and you get to say what your next dynamic looks like and you get to be selective and you get to be picky and you get to do all that because you have put in the time, energy, and effort that it takes to, to heal, to move on. And don't rush this process. Allow it to unfold at the time that it needs to and the time that's best for you. I um, I hope this was helpful. <laughs> I feel like, uh, I don't know. I hope that the things that I've done and the things that I've learned are, are helpful and maybe can pour some life into you and speak some life into you and no matter what no matter kind of what place you're in what you're going through um allow it to to unfold as you need it to and know that you've got somebody over here that's rooting for you and that believes in you and that's a big cheerleader on the sidelines of your life i'm excited for you And I hope that this was helpful (laughs) and I hope that I get dug out of the snow pretty soon because honestly, I'm going a little stir crazy here, but I love you guys and I will talk to you next week.